Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to Brizzy Atlantic. We are your hosts, music web designer Ross Barber and singer-songwriter Marcy Novelli. Today on the show, we're joined by publicist and self-proclaimed rock star princess, Stacey Sherman. With her company, RSP Entertainment Marketing, Stacey's worked with some of the most respected names on the indie music scene, including Go Girls Music, Cindy Alexander, and Hong Kong-based band Knots Nexus. We're looking forward to talking about the life of a publicist, what publicity really means for an artist, and getting to know Stacey herself. So, hey, Stacey. Hey, guys. How are you? I am well. I can't speak for Ross. He might be in a terrible state today, but... He looks pretty I good. Well. Oh, thank well, you. It's uh, a matter of opinion, really. For well, Ross. That's true. For, Ross, for, me, for me. Relatively to what Ross usually looks like, yeah. <laughs> He's not wearing his bathrobe. I know that, yeah. Well, like this is one thing. Stacy and I, uh, we, <laughs> we, uh, one of the first things I think we spoke about was the fact that we often work in our pajamas. Um, I was Skyping with, with Ross last night, or I guess it was his last night. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. afternoon, and he's like, and, he, and he's, you know, sitting there normally, and then he goes off. He's like, I've got to go take care of my dog. And he walks up, and he's got his pajamas on. So I'm like, have you been washed yet, Ross? He's like, no. No. Oh, Ross, that's bad. Uh, Come on. Well, so it was one of those days. Mon- Mondays are like my email hell day. So it's like, I have to just spend pretty much all day in my email. And, uh, yeah, I was yeah. on the phone in, in all day yesterday. In Ross's defense, I have sat here before. I've woken up, had breakfast while I'm. And you can have no wash in three days. No, and it's oh, like you're just sitting in, day, in your own like, Oh, I feel so gross. I got to go wash. And yeah. We know you have on pajama pants under the table, too, Marcio, so don't try and fool anybody. I'm um, sorry, but I'm not wearing any pants. <laughs> and that is my dirty secret. Now, oh! anyway, what are your three. I guess I'm going to ask, you know, I'm going to switch it up here. What are your three dirty secrets that nobody knows? Um, dirty secrets that nobody knows. Well, I don't know because I'm pretty open about some of most of my bad vices. Um, I love ice cream. Okay. And cookies. Um, I tend to fly off the handle at little things like my biggest pet peeve is when people spell my name wrong. And then they blame autocorrect, which, okay, I get it, but fix it. Um, so that's kind of disconcerting the first time I yell at someone for that. S-T-A-Y-C-I-E. I think. I-E, yeah, it's I-E. Most of the time, it's there's no E involved is when it's I added a Y in the middle there, too, just to kind of to get your goat stay easy yeah however they do it um and let's see a third i one of my biggest guilty pleasures i love 80s music like i will totally like rock out in the car head banging hair flip the whole thing which which bands or artists? oh um i like journey and bon jovi and you know all the typical cheesy bands that everyone likes but nobody admits to liking i oh, there there's my dirty secret i freely admit to liking those bands so hey there's nothing wrong with that there's, well, there's some 80s yeah. bands i actually i was more exposed to like the cure 
and um let's see like uh alphaville and things like that oh yeah that so was, you were more like alternatives I yeah i love that stuff my aunt was so i listened to see, I, stuff. I, oh I your like aunt power, great yeah. <laughs> i like the power bells so i, I like hey, she's white an snake awesome and <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna watch this and be like he's mentioning me yeah Yay! Yay! <laughs> my aunt oh, did that no, embarrassed. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, let's go back in time a little bit and uh, tell us a little bit how you got started as a publicist um well i kind of fell into being a publicist because i worked in the record industry for a little bit and i was in radio for a really long time and was downsized out of both of those jobs so i still had all my connections from being in that world but i was you know just kind of freelancing here and there doing a little bit of stuff not really getting paid but I was the person that all my friends went to to um, get things done, to connect them with, hey, do you have a guy that can do this? Or And I did because I still knew all of like my record rep friends and all my DJ people. So somebody finally said to me, you know, hey, why aren't you getting paid for doing this? And I thought, hmm good question. Why aren't I getting paid for doing this? So I started um, officially being a publicist and that was about a year ago, um, just about a year ago, just over oh, wow. a year ago right so, now. Yeah. So you're a newbie in a way. I to am be, a newbie. Perfect prof- professional. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, to have started. my company. Well, yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. And you've done quite a lot in that year. I mean, you, you recently attended the Grammys. Sorry, what? The uh, I know we've never heard of them, but apparently they're a big deal the somewhere. Was yeah, there's in, a granny in, in yeah the grannies in London. I believe your aunt Lillian went there. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I was at the Grammys, so yeah, it was, and it's it's kind of like I I never expected in a year to be at the Grammys, but I had uh, one of my clients from Go Girls Music was there, and she was performing at one of the Grammy. Um, parties that's before because the whole week before there's like a ton of shows and all kinds right. of stuff so she was performing and she there was a red carpet and all kinds of like international media so she asked me to come and work the red carpet with her like i would handle the press line so i went out to the grammys and met a ton of really cool people and uh managed to do a press line in a uh tight blue velvet dress and five inch glitter heels so it was pretty impressive and now you're a hollywood star i see how it is oh well, yeah no no well, now you're on Bridge Atlantic. So. Exactly. Now, like my goal when I first saw your show, I was like, Grammy, screw that. I want to be on Bridge of the Atlantic. <laughs> the Grammys, you know, that's just a yearly thing. I mean, we're right. Every I week, mean, this know? is every week and super cool. So, there we go. you know, exactly. And I don't have to wear pants. No, exactly. <laughs> you're not kidding. Pants so, are optional. Were there any particularly uh, particular highlights that stood out to you while attending the Grammys? Any funny story or something? Uh, funny, a funny story was that of all the people I like to be like super prepared. And that's my thing is I'm like, I always have like everything you could ever imagine, like floss and, you know, extra Sharpies and all that stuff in my, in my, um, go bag. And, um, guess whose dress split. That would be me. And who had no safety pins? Me. So we had to like cobble something together and I got all, you know, I got all fixed up and everything. But it was, of course, the one person that should be prepared, not prepared. So that was funny. Um, but the Peace thing law. that... 
I know, right? It's true. And uh, what stands out to me the most, I think, would be the sense of family. Because I went with indie artists. It wasn't like the one that you see on TV that's... Mm. There's a pre-Grammy show where the majority of the awards are given out, and that starts at noon um, L.A. time. And so that's like all the the technical awards are given out then, but also like Best New Age Artist, all the stuff you don't see on TV. So there's this whole community of people, and they all get together, and a lot of times they have never met before and only know each other through online, or they only see each other once a year at the Grammys. So it's just this whole sense of community, and there's people running around hugging each other, and they're so supportive, and it's so not like what you see. You know what I mean? It's not like the, oh, everyone's fancy and out for themselves, and they all dress up. You know, they I was in a, a floor-length ball gown at 9 o'clock in the morning. Uh. Because we had to do the red carpet beforehand, but it's just, it's so amazing, the sense of community and how supportive they are of each other. That's awesome. Yeah, I like that, because I think we talk quite a lot on the show about how the music industry, particularly the indie music industry, should be a community, not a competition, and people should be collaborating and helping each other out rather than feeling like that they have to, you know, beat someone you know, at certain things. And, um, and yeah, it's, it's nice to hear that that is actually happening at the Grammys every year, even if we don't necessarily see it. Right. Often. And you would, I would never expected that because I mean, that was my first time going and you just, because you, you know what you have this perception in your mind when you see it on TV or you see the red carpet on TV and it's so, it blew me away about how awesome they were to each other. It's too bad that's not shown a bit more on television because I'd like to see that. I actually just, last night I went to, uh, I'm not sure if you guys ever got this out where, where you all live, but it's a, it's a comedy group called Kids in the Hall. Yeah. And uh, Oh, awesome. Yes, yes, yes. I, I grew up watching it. One of my favorites. And I saw them live last night. And uh, you know what? They me- quote unquote messed up so much. But uh-huh. it was amazing to see the camaraderie between them when they messed up and how they worked with each other. And I love seeing that stuff rather than if it was all done perfectly. It wouldn't have been as right. Funny. So the point I'm just saying is I, I wish that kind of came through a little bit more. Just strip away a little bit of professionalism. Just a little bit. Right. And I mean, I, I, yeah, I wouldn't say they weren't professional by any stretch of the imagination, but it was just so, so real. I guess, you know right. what I mean? It, it was not fake. And that's what you think when you go to Hollywood, you think it's going to be all like plastic and fake and that's kind of what it was for the the actual Grammys, but the yeah, so it was fun. Very cool. What projects are you working on right now? Um, right now, I am in the middle of planning a CD release party for a Detroit artist. Her name is Mary McGuire. Uh, but she has traveled all over the world and um, all over the country the majority of the time. And she went to Harvard. So we're doing three different CD release parties, one in Detroit, um, one in northern Michigan in a resort town where she was the tourism director oh. in her in her like big girl job when she wasn't doing music. And um, then also another one on Martha's Vineyard because she lived out there for years. So we just started working on that. And um I'm trying to think what else I have going on. I still I'm working with Eric John Kaiser on a continual basis. He's a Portland artist, but he's French. So he's lived here for nine years, but um, I work with him on various projects. We're right in the middle of shooting a new video for this next single. Nice. So working on that Um, and just other, you know, one off like bios. I had a meeting yesterday with a new client where she just wanted help with her social media. Just fun stuff like that. Cool. 
Oh, and you were recently on the other side of the microphone. Uh, you emailed me. Yes, yes, I did. It was scary. Yeah. Stacy emailed me because she was very excited because she was going to be interviewing Lita Ford, who is a former guitarist with the Runaways, and she's been a solo artist for quite a few years for, as well. Forever, yep. Yeah. Uh, how did you find the experience of rather than being the interviewee, being the interviewer? Um, it was scary because I'm so, I mean, you know, a little bit more Russ, but I'm such a perfectionist and I like to be prepared and like have all the questions ready because that way nothing can ever go wrong, which of course, like you said, Murphy's law, everything will go wrong, but no, it went really well. There were some technical difficulties and scheduling difficulties, but we got it all sorted out. Um, she was so nice, super cool to talk to. And we did the interview, um, a phoner and then, um, she was coming to Detroit like two days after we did the interview so she said after we were all done and you know stopped recording she's like hey i'm gonna be in detroit so why don't you come hang out with me over the weekend so i just spent two days hanging out with lita ford so that was that was really i know it was kind of like what okay so yeah it was pretty cool people although you know that's the thing like just going back to what you're talking about the grammys people are people and there's good and bad people everywhere at every level in every industry and every job you know it's true. It's if you when you find those good people, you surround yourself with them. And and who'd have yeah. thought? Again, it's I think it's so surprising because we all have so many preconceived notions about you. Like we said, like what the Grammys are going to be and what Lita Ford's going to be because she's this big time rock star. I mean, she's been in the music industry for four decades because she started with the Runaways so young. Mm-hmm. But you know, so you think someone like that, they could be, you know, they could be a total bitch. And you wouldn't really be surprised because, you know, she probably and she's super talented. So nice. I mean, just down to earth. I fixed her shoe. Her shoe broke. And (laughs) I was like, hey, I can fix this. So (laughs) and she'll remember you as the person, the person that fixed her shoe. Yep, exactly. That's how it's going to go. So, Stacey, um, I assume I hope that we have uh, some musicians like listening to this episode right now, listen to our podcast regularly. And I know they want to know certain questions when when seeking out a publicist they want to know well we want to know what would be the biggest mistakes or misconceptions that artists have around the role of a publicist you know before they even seek them out and they they, what is a publicist um a publicist is someone who acts on your behalf with the media and the public including your fans so publicists can work with social media and they also do um interviews and you know set up all of that kind of thing but we can do things like write bios i mean i know i kind of do a lot more than a standard publicist does because i like to customize what i do to my clients but i mean a publicist by definition is just literally someone who acts on your behalf with the public and the media yeah let's break the word down public <laughs> yeah i know it's <laughs> in the word yeah publicist. <laughs> it's in the but, word but in all seriousness i mean we've all started out somewhere i didn't know a year, few years ago i had no idea what a publicist was you know until i had to research that and find out you know when is the right when the right time uh, to get a publicist was what their role was what to expect from them what not to expect from them so what can people expect from you and what should they not expect from you um, people can expect from me a ridiculous attention to detail. I'm a grammar Nazi, so I'm yes. the one that's going to go and on you your both. bio and be like, um, you, you, I think you meant two T-O-O, not T-O. And I mean, yeah. it's little things like that that spell check ca- doesn't catch because they're other words. Do you lose like, a lot I'm of friends like, as well over this? Um, I don't know what you're talking about, Marcio. <laughs> <You lose> no. <laughs> 
know. Once um, he loses yes. like one a week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I realize you spelled that wrong. He's like correcting texts and things like that. I yeah, no, no. <laughs> I'm, I've had to stop. I've had to be like, it's okay. It's a Especially text. When it's my wife. Like she's really good. Oh, but you, sometimes, are you kidding me? But sometimes if it's like, if it's through texting and like, there, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I got to stop doing it. <laughs> She's cool though. She's Shame. like, I know. She's just like, I just don't care as much as you do. <laughs> and she's yeah, the one, with, she's the one with the degree and the master's degree, and I'm the one that's a university dropout. So I got to oh, just yeah. shut up. <laughs> exactly. You're like, sorry, honey. Um, but yeah, so I'm like total stickler for detail. I'm a super. I try to be super organized and plan. So it, I'm really good at planning events or mm-hmm. projects because of my kind of OCD ness. That I'm not like Monk or Howie Mandel OCD, but kind of just that like super organized i like things to be a certain way and it's just easier it was funny one of the things i talked to lita about is like if people would just realize that if they do things how we tell them to do them to start with it would be so much easier for everybody if everyone just so, listen to me because i'm the exactly only one that's always right <laughs> no i'm not always I'm right and no i don't mean it like that because i'm not always right but right. when i know i'm right i'm gonna make sure everybody knows that i'm right yeah just i just i, I got go. i got that trust me yeah. <laughs> i got that what are you, what are you talking she's right, about Marcio. so she's what right. sort of misconception maybe whether it's been through your experience or in general do you find that people have with publicists um i think the biggest misconception that people have is that they don't need a publicist or that they're not big time enough and i'm doing air quotes i'm like so they're not big time enough to need a publicist and you know a lot of people think oh yeah like kim kardashian's publicist just to care this or whatever i'm not kim kardashian well no, who is other than, you know, that whole family. But um, you don't have to be some big time star. Anytime you have a need or you have a project going on that you want to bring to the attention of the public, that's when you need help. Mm-hmm. When you start to feel like you can't do your creative job, because that's as an artist, that's your job is being creative and doing that. But music business there's business in it for a reason. So when you start to drown or you start to even feel like you're going under because of the business side of things, that's when you should get a publicist. Yeah, I would say publicist, in my opinion, is one of the first outside people you should get, particularly yep. if you're touring, especially if you're putting out an EP or album, anything. It's the first person that's going to get anyone talking about you. And people have to remember you might not be able to it's not your fault but if people don't want to write about that person at first glance that's fine but exactly. if they see that name again when maybe the next ep comes out or the next or the full first album and you've you know you already hit them that's going to help them if, if someone just comes out with an album they've never used a publicist before it's not going to be as it's going to be a little more difficult i think you know that to introduce people to this artist you know for the first time Right. And, and that's what it, that kind of ties into what what you said about um, it being a process. Yes. It and is. that's that's one of the second biggest misconceptions that people have about a publicist is the amount of work that actually goes in to being a publicist, because there's so much behind the scenes, like you said, like emailing all of the media people when an album oh, yeah. comes out and then following up with those people. And, you know, just because you don't see me on the red carpet, you know, except for like once every three months doesn't mean I'm not doing my job. Of course. So it's hard to convince people some, and that kind of makes it difficult to convince people of your value. If they don't see like a tangible, like here, I can send you a list of the 112 emails I sent out today. If you really think I'm not doing anything, but it's better to work with people that 
understand there's more to it than, you know, having you on TV every other day. Well, how do you choose your artists? Um, I choose artists because a, a lot of my business, because I am new, like you guys pointed out, um, is word of mouth and referral. So I tend to choose based on, um, how well I like the person that referred them. Um, or that's if I, new, that's, that's no, it, I mean, it, it, industry. That's it really is. And I don't mean reality. to, you know, it's nothing against the person that, you know, has contacted me or again, if it's someone that just wants something for free or right. no cost, obviously well, I'm not maybe going to we can choose them. That by saying how much maybe you trust the person's opinion. Yes. I think absolutely. that would be, yeah, a good way to say it. And I think that's with everyone. I mean, I'm going to check out a band if Ross is like, hey, check this, check out this band. One, I, I, we have similar tastes in music, and I trust right. that he's going to know what I'm going to be into. See what I mean? Yeah. So that, that, it, I mean, it normal. makes sense. So, yeah. And if I don't, like, if it's some, like, bizarre genre that I've never heard of and I have no knowledge of, mm-hmm. I'll tell them no just because I don't feel like I can help them. Yeah. Not I, because I don't like it. That. Yeah. But, yeah, if I can't help someone, that's one of the things that I pride myself on is yeah. working with my artists to to help them not just yes. being like here's what you're going to get and i'm going to send out 14 tweets a week and you know so if i don't feel it's going to be a good partnership i will t- i will walk away because good. yeah yeah, yeah it's well, good as you as well, you've got integrity and in that you, you care about <laughs> what you do and also you know you want to get the best results for someone and 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 i do see i mean no one that i personally know or, or work with does this but but i do know that it happens obviously that some publicists or not even publicists but just industry people in general will work with people and all, all they want is the money they don't really care about the result or or building a partnership or a long-term relationship you know with an artist and right. i think that when you go with it in the same you know with the kind of mindset that you've got which is you work with people that you feel that you can help and that you like it's better for everyone i know and that's and that i look at it as a long-term thing and that's one a, a mm-hmm. complaint i have about people in general is that nobody looks beyond the end of their nose you yes. know it's like how is this going to affect me right now and you know can i get two scoops of ice cream yes you know it's or you know it, it doesn't like well, gratification okay. is, and that's yeah. what it is and our society perpetuates it oh, just sorry because, you're talking i'm just going to use my phone yeah exactly which i mean we're <laughs> all guilty more important of it. right you're like you're i know right here, i'm but. like oh my phone's going off i'm looking over here but yeah i mean it's it, and it's hard to convince people that they may have had a bad experience with a publicist or an industry person in the past. So I have to kind of battle some people because I'm not like that. They, it's that preconceived notion of what you think you're going to get. Well, I'm not like other publicists might be like a weird word for me, but it's the most like all inclusive of what I do, but I do so much more than that. It's really like a relationship or I consider us like a team when we're working together as opposed to give me your money and that's all I need. You know, I think that I think you and I might have a a professional relationship down the road because you seriously, that's the way I think. And I've, I've said this countless times. I'm not interested in working with people that are just there for a minute. Like if you work with someone, why not grow a, a, uh, kind of like a family you right. know what I mean? especially going back to what you're saying like i would never i would be i would be offended if if someone took on a job for me or i hired someone that wasn't into my music i feel like that's a lie and, right and don't you feel like you're going to work a little bit differently for them if you're actually be- if you actually believe in if what you, you like know? it yeah absolutely it and across. it's not it will come across in emails it'll come across in conversations if you're like yeah i'm representing this artist yeah you, it's rap or whatever or rock you'll like it right or i 
fucking love like, this artist oh my God, right now. It's listen so to this. Fucking it's fucking badass. Amazing. Listen to this yeah. guitar riff. It's yeah. so awesome. You're never yeah. gonna believe it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, not that I get excited about anything like that at all ever. You know, you know, <laughs> Ross, you know me. I'm just very like calm, not yeah, animated you're at just all. The most deadpan person uh, I've yep, ever met. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think uh, the, the, yeah, the long term relationship thing is yeah. is important. And I and I think you know, Marcio and I met uh, 2012, maybe. I think we started working mm-hmm. together, and yes, um, obviously we're still working together. And, and I think one thing that I pride myself on is that I obviously I'm a web designer is my main thing, but I like to think that I can introduce my clients to other people who are going to help them or you know i'll look out for little like pr opportunities for them as well like if it's a blog interview or a podcast interview and i'll introduce my clients to those people just you know i look out for them and in a way that maybe not other design you know not every designer is going to do that no um i don't think they would think to do it and that's the problem it's that mentality it's like okay i'm done with their website i got paid what's what am i doing tomorrow absolutely yeah and that's i think that's what separates someone who has a job and someone who is able to make a career and a business for themselves with like you like ross like you said integrity Mm -hmm. you know what i mean I, I, actually, I should say, uh, I just like stuttered like three times. I got a little bit of actually. Um, uh, that's, I guess, why we started this sh- uh, this podcast or vodcast or video podcast, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Bridge Atlantic is about us getting a chance to speak to people that we have, I'd say half of our guests are people we have worked with in one capacity or another. And we want to bring on here to talk to them and, and learn from them and, and share what they're doing with other people. You know what I mean? That's what it's all about, I think. You know, that's what it should be about. Yeah, we're just uh, we're extending the community. We're that's right. You know, right. And it's that community, not competition. And I think the more we can build, even if it's like little pockets of cool people that have integrity or that want to work together and get that, Mm -hmm. those little pockets are going to start spreading out. And, you know, eventually it'll some of them will meld together and it'll just get bigger and bigger. So I think it's a good thing. Okay, Stacey, you ready for 20 questions? Um, Yes. I'm I'm afraid Ross told me he had some special questions for When I say special, I I don't I mean special in a because I know know you. He means you should Um, be nervous. I am. Well, no, it's because you know me. I know, I know. I I walked right into it by by coming on the show, and um, I I knew it. I was super excited though to be on, so I'm ready. I'll behave. Awesome. Coffee or tea? Behaving's optional. Oh, sorry. Thanks, behave, Ross. behave, behave. <laughs> Thanks for fucking up the 20 questions, Ross. <laughs> it's okay. I'll fuck it up at some point, too. So, now gonna, I'll mix it up. Tea okay. or coffee? Coffee. Meat or veggies? Meat. I'm a meatitarian. I really don't like veggies at all. <laughs> sorry, Marcio, but I think, you, I think you know where this is going already. So, I thought we were going to be buds. <laughs> we can still be buds. You can just eat my vegetables that come with my steak because I won't eat them. So I'll just like put them under your plate. <laughs> Does that work? See, we can be friends yeah, working together. Works. There we go. We're working together here. <laughs> CD or vinyl? Um, CD. Waffles or pancakes? Oh, waffles. You know how much I love Waffle House. I, it's like one of my favorite road trip stops when I'm on the road. I have to find a Waffle House. So waffles. Canada? Or Scotland? Oh, Scotland. I'm sorry. I've never been, Marcio. Oh, then, so. then, then you're excused from that if you've never been. And we all know that Americans don't really learn anything about Canada. So No, no, I've been to Canada. 
Canada. I've never been to Scotland, and it's like on my bucket list oh, of some place to go. I've been to, I was in Toronto. <laughs> I've, been I was in Toronto. I've been to your country, and I'm still not going to pick it. Usually, people are like, I've never been to Canada, so I'll pick Scotland. I, I live in Scotland Michigan. How could I not have been to Canada? Yeah, I could exactly. like throw it's a like, rock in Canada. Say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Marcio's like he's all pout. Look at him. He's pouty. Oh, just ignore him. Just ignore oh, okay, him. okay, Ross. <laughs> no, I'm not very patriotic. I love Canada. Don't get me wrong, but I just—I think, think it's a great think, country. No, I think that the world should exist without borders, and we're all on the same wow. Earth, which yes. is just a speeding rock through space, and the borders, and many different things that I won't get into right now is what causes wars in the world. So, anyways, let's go on. Let's, Keep going. Let's carry on with the lightheartedness. Keep going. So. Uh, how do you feel about um, Twitter or Facebook? Um, I'm still Facebook because I'm I'm too verbose for Twitter. I, I tend to be chatty, so I no. still like Facebook. No, I know way. you're shocked, aren't Ross you? Can't and get I hate Facebook. Whoops, sorry. I just I know. It. I know. I know you do. <laughs> Vampires or zombies? Vampires. I'm an Anne, Anne Rice. So Anne Rice, of course. Yeah, yeah. That's when it was good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's when they actually had merit and integrity and anyway wow yeah well you're not okay. a fan of twilight or are you a fan of twilight um not Didn't so much so. no that, that was my point <laughs> and breaking bad or homeland um homeland really that's... yes really so you just Marcio, seriously, you're going to have to let me keep being chatty about every answer, and I'll explain my answer. It's going to be 20 questions in 20 minutes is what it's going to boil down to. Um, because I like home, I like the whole like spy aspect, you know, that, well, that see, thing. I loved season one and two. I, fr- mm-hmm. I thought season three was one of the most boring things I've it ever did. seen in my life until the, until the last couple of episodes. Okay. Season four, I keep hearing yeah. is good. Yes, they really I just not, I've just not watched no, it. No, promise, get through thir- third season. It was a mess. But Claire Danes, her acting. Oh, no, she was, she was, still, she was yeah, still amazing, still even amazing. though I found yeah. all the actors are great on that. But yeah, yeah, she was still really great. Um, but yeah, it was I just a mess fact, though, eh? Yeah, it was, yeah. Yes. I mean, are you Canadian, eh? Eh. Yes. No, I'm not. <laughs> because you don't believe <laughs> nationalities or borders. Yes, That's I understand. Right. You're a citizen a of the world. That is okay. Right. You know, I'm a citizen of the universe. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Don't answer dream rings. Uh, oh, I don't know because I've never had dream rings. Oh I want dream rings. <laughs> she was excited by that one. I know. <laughs> I'll explain this one. I, uh, um, I have to say donuts because someone <clears throat> has never shipped me any dream rings. What a I'll explain what dream rings are. Uh, in my hometown of Inverness, there's a, a baker called Harry Gows, and they do this uh, thing called Dream Ring, which is like a pastry with cream and icing on top, and it's the best thing ever. Like I used to always have them when I was a kid, and um, and every time I go back to Inverness, I always make sure I have Dream Rings. I took a picture of them, and Stacy saw them, and uh, I think she was the first person to to comment, and uh, she was going crazy and saying, oh, "You have to send me these. You have to send me these." Kind of so, like um, I just did. So Quite now crazy. I just decided I, I thought we would use 20 questions as an opportunity to taunt <laughs> Stacy. Thank um, you very much for explaining that, Rob. Persuade her to come over Our here. Our show is so self-aware. I, I really, I really love it. No, it is. <laughs> it actually is. It's all about us. That damn was it. like that was like sar- sarcastic sarcasm. Sarcasm. Sarcastic right. sarcasm. You're great at speaking. Isn't he? Well, he does correct everyone else's <laughs> grammar, so, so he much. better yes. be good at speaking. <laughs> Next. Oh, is it me? Oh, sorry. (laughs) Unicorns or mermaids? Um, unicorns. I have. I was actually told 
I know. National Animal of Scotland. What? Yes, Mr. Yes, I mean, it yes, is. Animal. Yes, Marcio, you guys have beavers and we have a fictional one called a unicorn. Beavers are a real fucking animal. I know. Who says unicorns aren't real, Marcio? Jeez. Okay, fine. Somebody yeah, called me a unicorn maybe just an the other day. Universe. Unicorn well, you would be a citizen of that universe too, wouldn't you? You know what? You know what? I limit it to this universe. Okay. Maybe, maybe our forms mm -hmm. don't exist on other universes. Maybe yeah. like, matter is completely different than what we think. Maybe, like, maybe it's all gases and that's it, you know? Yeah. Neil Diamond or Neil Young? Um, Neil Diamond. And again, I'm, I'm guessing that these are some of these special questions because someone has insider information. You got it's it. true. Yep. Friends or Seinfeld? Ooh, um, Seinfeld. Yeah. Wait, too many, like, witty one-liners. It just, yeah. Celine Dion or Marilyn Manson? Mmm, Celine. She's got a beautiful I, I, voice, doesn't she? She does have a beautiful voice, and that's that's why I'm answering it um, that way. I'm just not a huge fan of of Marilyn. Kevin Bacon or just Bacon? <laughs> um, oh, um, just Bacon because it's more readily available. Michael Jackson or Michael Bolton? Um, Michael Bolton. Let's go with the yeah. answer. Yes. Yeah. You, you no, seriously, friends, that you. Um, well, if you send me some nice Canadian bacon, maybe we can be friends too. And the next time we talk, the answers might be different. I'll, I can send you some temp, smoked tempeh. Mm, oh, that's have. right. Yeah. See, no, you, you, you're, you're no good to me. It's can you delicious send and nutritious, Stacey. Okay? Ice cream? And I'll even spell your name correctly. On you better spell my name correctly. Only if I can send you smoked tempeh. Go ahead and send it. Doesn't mean I'm not going to eat. I'm going to eat it. So. <laughs> <laughs> So when you are working, yes. do you, I'll let Ron say it, twerk or work? Work. It. Cider or spiders? Ooh, cider. Ross, that was a terrible one. Sorry. That, no, that did one. you do that because it kind of rhymes? That's why he did yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I was going for. That's why we that do this one. That's the worst 20 question that's, you ever That's done. why we have this question. Whale or what? kale? Um, but I, I'm going to surprise you. Kale. Oh, okay. <laughs> now we're <Why>? okay. <laughs> okay, no, we can kind of be friends again. Okay, well, again. now you're trying to be friends. <laughs> okay. No, I'm not. I just started making kale chips. Oh, they're the best. I, I make them myself, and they're so, so good, good. Yeah. if I do say so myself. But I was surprised so because I really don't They're like, so easy to make. That's I the know. Thing. You just literally Olive oil, rub them. spices, psh, oven. There you go. Low Spin the pan once. There you go. That's it. You got it. Bet mm -hmm. Midler or The Riddler? The Riddler. Cool. How about Jared Leto or The Joker? Um, I just threw this one in because I love Jared Leto and I, I do. And the, I Rid actually, the Riddler made me think of the Joker and it made me think of Jared Leto, whom I love. I Jared Leto. He's yeah. I just watched Dallas Buyers Club the other night. Oh, so. phenomenal, right? Yeah. So yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah. And, you know, OK, before we ask this last question, Stacey might be the first actual fan of the show we've ever had. Oh, on. that's not so true. She actually knows what question we're going to ask her. So oh. I will spare you the terrible drum roll. And I hope you actually answer this truthfully, which you, I know you will. This is you, Ross. Yep. Ross or Marcio. Give it to him. I do, know, I do know Ross Go a lot better, so I choose I Ross it. now and reserve the right to get to know Marcio better. Well, and, we'll have um, you on the show again in the future, okay. and you can say me, or you better say me. <laughs> yeah, and I'll change, like, I'll be like, oh, vegetarian, <laughs> no bacon. A, <laughs> and I think there's been like, quite a few Canada ones. Canada rules! Because we keep getting guests that Please. Ross knows on the show, so I'm like, thanks, it's all right. I think the tally is like, what, 23 Ross, and like... Eight me now or nine? So, Stacy, what uh, what have you been listening to lately? 
Um, I listened. We were just on a road trip, so we had a whole bunch of like '80s music compilation CDs, like mixtapes back in the day. Neither one of you are old enough to remember what that was. Um, I remember, man. I used to make mixtapes yeah. on my okay players with my with my. Hey, I got into music really young. I was like five. <laughs> I would hey, you you were going really well until you said you were like five and then you made me feel like I was 50 again. No, I did it when I so, was like 13 too. Okay. Mixed okay. 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 Um, so a lot of 80s compilation stuff, but the song that I absolutely is hands down my favorite song right now is Shut Up and Dance by well, Walk the Moon because I just, I saw the compilation on YouTube with all the movie dance moves. Have you seen it? You guys have to no. watch it. I'll send, I'll send it to you when we're done. Cool. Um, it's so awesome though. And it just makes you smile. You can't help but smile. So it's just a, it's a fun, uplifting, happy song. Nice. Cool. So where can people find you online, Stacey? Um, the best way to find me is on my website. And that is rspentertainmentmarketing.com um, I'm also on Twitter at at rspentmktg so like shortened RSP Entertainment Marketing and Facebook is facebook.com slash rspentertainmentmarketing yep there go and- another one for you Thank you so much. You're very welcome. You're just tired of me talking. Yeah, you're just tired of me talking. That I am. No, <laughs> that's not true. Okay. Hey, Stacy, this has been awesome. First of all, I want to thank you for being uh, such an awesome supporter of the show. That means so much to Ross and I. Oh my god! Well, seriously, I love the format, and I, I think it's it's awesome that you talk to people, and you're informative, and you let your audience learn things, but you also let them see um, the dirty secrets and the good and the bad, the the no pants or the bathrobes of both of you. And I mean, it makes you more approachable, and people like you, and I like you. Otherwise, I would have said mm, no. Sorry. <laughs> Are we still intimidating? Uh, no, not so Didn't much think anymore. So. No, that's good. No. That's that's yeah. good to hear. Yeah, um, awesome. Yeah, and hopefully yeah. we'll have you back maybe on a panel. Uh, we might, might do cool. a publicist panel or something like that. It'd be really cool. Thank you both very much for inviting me on and um, letting me be, you know, since I'm not a musician, for letting me talk about a little bit what I do. So I really appreciate it. So Absolutely. It's Thanks been so really, much. really fun. Talk to you soon. All right. Yeah. Bye, guys. See ya. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Bridge the Atlantic. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave a rating and review on iTunes. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So connect with us on there and let us know what you think of the show. Thanks for being awesome, and we'll see you next week. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.